RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The chief executive, John Lee, says his administration is reviewing quarantine requirements. The secretary for the civil service outlines more details on civil service training. And U.S. police say they have detained a suspect after a mass shooting at an Independence Day parade. The new chief executive, John Lee, says his administration is reviewing quarantine requirements for incoming travellers, but stressed that such a move had to strike a balance with the pandemic. Speaking to reporters at his first pre-exco press conference as the new CE, Mr Lee said he was giving his health chief, Lo Chung Mao, time to look into the data. His comments come after Dr Lo told a newspaper that the government was mulling a five, a five plus two option comprising of five days of hotel quarantine plus two days of home isolation. I have already asked the Secretary for Health to look at the evidence and statistics to see how we can, while on the one hand, contain the spread of the pandemic and at the same time, reduce the inconvenience to travellers. One of the areas that he's looking at is uh, how the duration of quarantine should be handled. So I am giving him time to look at the statistics so that he will formulate some options for me to consider. Mr Lee also said PCR testing would play an important role. One of the important measures is to make good use of the PCR test so that we can be certain that we will be able to identify those who are infected early, separate them so that they will not be spreading the virus to other people. I know that people are very concerned about the measures that will be taken, but uh, I can tell you that the Secretary for Health is very actively looking at the measures to reduce inconvenience and at the same time ensuring good protection of people who may face a high risk. Mr Lee also said he would be pragmatic when it came to handling Hong Kong's housing shortage and honest with the public should the government encounter any problems. He said he was not a chief executive who only shouts slogans and that he will honestly tell everyone where the problem lies. Meanwhile, the deputy chairman of LegCo's housing panel, Leung Man Kwong, has said it's crucial not to let public housing waiting times slip. Speaking on an RTHK programme, the legislator said people will know whether the chief executive, John Lee, can come up with something new when he delivers a report on housing 100 days after taking office. Mr Leung said he hoped to see government departments coordinating more to reduce the time needed for public housing construction. If we can really keep the waiting time at 6.1 years and not let it increase further, at least in the coming two to three years, there's a chance we can reduce the waiting time later. I don't think we can let the situation deteriorate. We all understand that to save a person, we first need to stop the bleeding. If we don't act to stop the increase in waiting times, it will be very difficult to catch up later. Therefore, I think it's a safe approach. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Ingrid Young, says starting from this month, all new recruits are required to complete within their probationary period a more comprehensive foundation training programme with the Civil Service College. The content covers understanding one country, two systems, the country's constitution, the basic law, the Hong Kong national security law, the country's system and major policies, as well as the civil service's core values and public service culture. Officers of degree or professional grades are also required to take part in advanced training. This came after Mrs. Young 
met with Kwok Yamshu, who took up the appointment as the head of the Civil Service College today. Chief Executive John Lee has written to the legislature asking councillors to focus on several policy areas when he goes there tomorrow for his first question and answer session. The topics include following up on President Xi Jinping's speech last week, anti-COVID efforts, housing and telling a good Hong Kong story internationally. LegCo President Andrew Leung said this request is allowed under the council's house rules and the government has made it clear that lawmakers can ask the new leader about any topic they like. Is focused on this area doesn't mean that it's limited to this area. Secondly, if members ask questions outside those focus area, normally as the president, I will allow them to ask those questions. And CE, as I would guess, would also gladly answer those questions. An administrator of a telegram group has been sentenced for calling on others to join unauthorised assemblies and disrupt traffic on Hong Kong Island in November 2021. Priscilla Ng reports. Li Xinghe had earlier pleaded guilty to two incitement charges at Kowloon City Magistrates Courts for forwarding messages to the group. In mitigation, the defense said Li had sought to cancel the assemblies, which did not take place. But Magistrate Andrew Mock said that even though no one had heeded the calls together, Li's actions already constituted incitement. Taking into account Li's guilty plea, he ordered Li to serve six months behind bars. U.S. police say they have detained a suspect after a mass shooting at an Independence Day parade in a Chicago suburb, which killed at least six people. Health officials in Highland Park said more than 30 others were injured when a gunman opened fire on the parade from a rooftop. Officers said a 22-year-old male was taken into custody. The Highland Park police chief, Lou Jogman, gave details at a news conference. The person of interest, Robert Cremo III, uh, was spotted by a North Chicago unit uh, at Buckley in 41, his vehicle, the vehicle that we were looking for. Uh, he uh, initiated, uh, attempted to initiate a traffic stop on that subject. That subject did flee. Uh, a brief pursuit uh, went on. Uh, ultimately, they were able to get the subject stopped. Uh, the subject was taken into custody without incident. Ukraine's Prime Minister Denis Shmihal has said the reconstruction of his country will cost at least three quarters of a trillion dollars. He was addressing an international conference in Switzerland. Mr Shmihal said the confiscated assets of Russian oligarchs and politicians should be used to fund this. We believe that the key source of recovery must be the confiscated assets of Russia and of Russian oligarchs. The Russian authorities unleashed this bloody war. They caused this massive destruction and they must be held accountable for it. Frozen Russian assets, according to various estimates, amount to between $300 billion up to $500 billion. Some countries have already initiated processes not just to freeze, but also to confiscate these assets. The U.S. State Department has said the Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was likely to have been killed by unintentional gunfire from Israeli positions. It added, however, that the fatal bullet had been too badly damaged to enable a definitive ruling about its origin. The Israeli Defense Minister, Benny Gantz, said his country's soldiers had only been returning Palestinian gunfire.
The defense establishment is committed to uncovering the truth. Unfortunately, it's not possible to determine the source of the shooting. It's important to emphasize that hundreds of bullets were fired at IDF troops who responded with firepower of their own, only in the direction of the sources of the shooting. The first to bear responsibility in such events are the terrorists. A senior Palestinian official accused the U.S. of trying to protect Israel. Shireen Abu Akhla's family have said they're incredulous. Beijing has rejected as an irresponsible smear a, mo- a warning from the chief of NASA that China might take over the moon. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian told reporters China has always promoted building a shared future for humanity in outer space. He was responding to claims by the U.S. Space Agency chief Bill Nelson that China's space program was a military one. This is not the first time that the United States NASA has disregarded the facts, spoken as they pleased, and smeared China. We urge the U.S. official to earnestly bear the responsibilities of a major country, seriously examine and rectify the negative influence of the U.S. in outer space, and make due contributions to the maintenance of sustained peace and security in outer space. The American basketball star Brittany Griner, who is currently on trial in Russia on drug charges, has asked President Biden to do everything he can to bring her home. In a letter to the White House, Griner said she normally marked the the July the 4th holiday in the United States by honouring those who fought for America's freedom. She said this year freedom meant something completely different and she was terrified she might be in a Russian prison forever. Researchers in Finland have installed the world's first fully working sand battery, a device that can store more sustainably produced heat for months. It works by charging 100 tonnes of low-grade sand with heat made from electricity produced by solar or wind. The sand stores the heat at around 500 degrees Celsius and can be used by buildings during colder months. The mainland's top economic planner says authorities may dip into pork reserves to rein in prices of the staple meat. The move follows a spike in prices late last month, which saw pork selling for 32% more than a year ago. Altus Wong reports. In a social media post, the National Development and Reform Commission warned suppliers against withholding supplies and not selling in the live pig market to boost profits, saying it was looking into releasing central pork reserves. It also instructed local governments to release supplies in a timely manner. In recent years, herds have been hit by African swine fever, which has filled through into prices. In an interview with CCTV last month, a Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs expert Wang Julie said pig farmers were now profiting by about 60 yuan per head, but he added that pork supplies were expected to grow. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 21,979. That's 141 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $73 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 136.15 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 4 cents. And the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 49 cents. To sports, and let's start with tennis. The 22-time Grand Slam champion Rafael Nadal swept into the quarterfinals at Wimbledon, and he's on course for a crunch meeting with Nick Kyrgios, who was on his best behaviour in a five-set win. The BBC's Delith Lloyd rounds up the action. 
Always box office, Nick Kyrgios reached the quarterfinals of Wimbledon for the first time since 2014 with much less on-court drama that beset his previous match. It took him five sets, though, to beat American Brandon Nakashima. Fellow Aussies Alex Dimonor and Jason Kubler lost to Christian Garin of Chile and 11th seed Taylor Fritz, respectively, while Rafael Nadal dispatched Botek van der Zanschulp in three sets as his quest for a 23rd Grand Slam continues. There were tears of joy for Australia's Zyla Tomjanovic, though, after she came from behind to knock out Elise Cornet, while the 2019 champion Simona Halep sent a strong message out to her peers with a 6-1, 6-2 win over fourth seed Paula Badosa in exactly one hour. American Amanda Anisimova ended Harmony Tan's terrific Wimbledon run, while 17th seed Elena Rybakina also books her place in the last eight by beating Petra Martic in straight sets. Kyrgios will appear in his first major quarterfinal in seven years and he's played down any talk of a possible Grand Slam win. Oh, that's not my goal. You know, I was telling people back home that I wanted to go for the, for the title this year round. Um, you know, I'm not thinking about lifting a trophy or making semi-finals or making the final. I'm just thinking about my habits every day, just trying to, you know, put in a good performance on the court and then put in a good practice session, try and stay positive try and really separate, you know, once I'm off the court, you know, enjoy time with my team, um, my girlfriend, and just really just enjoy that and then get into the game mode. I'm not thinking about anything ahead or any goals like that. I'm just really st trying to stay in the moment. In football news, Manchester United have agreed a deal in principle to sign the Denmark midfielder Christian Eriksen on a free transfer. The BBC's Andy Barwell reports. Some major developments in the English Premier League after news that the Denmark international Christian Eriksen has agreed in principle to join Manchester United. Eriksen returned to the English top flight when he joined Brentford in January after being released by the Serie A club Inter Milan. He had to leave the Italian sides after he had an implantable defibrillator fitted following his cardiac arrest at Euro 2020. Players who have ICDs are not allowed to play in Serie A. Premier League champions Manchester City have signed Calvin Phillips from Leeds United for 55 million US dollars on a six-year deal. Phillips is expected to bolster City's midfield after Fernandino's part departure at the end of last season. England's cricketers are closing in on what would be a sensational win over India in their rescheduled fifth test after an impressive display on the fourth day at Edgbaston. Set a target of 378, which would be an England record if successful, the home side moved to 259 for three in their second innings, needing 119 more on the final day. And now the weather, mainly cloudy with occasional showers and isolated thunderstorms, moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The outlook for the rest of the week, occasional showers and thunderstorms in the next couple of days. The weather will improve gradually and it will be hot in the latter part of this week. Right now at the observatory, the temperature is 29 degrees and the humidity is at 80%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive, John Lee, says his administration is reviewing quarantine requirements. The secretary for the civil service outlines more details on civil service training. And US police say they have detained a suspect after a mass shooting at an Independence Day parade. The news from RTHK. Mm.